0: You need to be strong in the Lord so you can walk in obedience to God. Even Jesus had to pray, had to cry to God, prayed earnestly that he might do the will of the Father in the matter of the cross. Amen. Jesus prayed at the Garden of Gethsemane. Oh, wow, this is tough, my Father. Can this pass over? Can we talk this over? He prayed, he prayed. And the prayer receives strength to do the will of God. There are many things that God will call you to do, will ask you to do. And will be tough. Somebody has offended you. And you have been deeply hurt. It's like, wow, there's no way. There's no way you're not going to let this go. And the word of God is telling you, the spirit of God is telling you, you need to forgive. Many times you have to pray. You have to call out to God and say, Lord, help me. I know your will. Just like Jesus Christ, I know your will. I know why I came, but this is tough. Lord, I need your help. So you cry to God and say, Lord, help me to forgive this person who has hurt me, who has offended me. Help me to do your will. So you need to be strong to do the will of God. You need spiritual fitness to walk in obedience to God. Another reason why you need to be strong Or you need to be spiritually fit. Is so that you can endure hardship. You can endure prosecution. You can endure affliction. Rejection. Opposition. So that you don't get discouraged. I think of Paul and Silas. They obeyed God. By preaching the gospel. And what happened to them? (laughs) They seized upon them. Beat them up. Give them lashes. Beat them badly. They didn't even release them. They locked them up. Put them in the prison handcuffed them, put their feet in handcuffs. They couldn't move. They were in pain. But their mouths were not sealed. So they started singing. They started singing. Now, if you are not spiritually strong, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be crying. (laughs) You're going to be saying, Oh, my father, my mother, oh, my uncle, you're going to be crying. And the prison girls will be laughing at you. The devil will be laughing and be rejoicing. But because these two were stronger, they endured hardness or hardship. They endured persecution. They endured rejection, affliction, opposition. They endured the pain. They persevered and they sang praises to God. And interestingly, Paul had let John Mark off the trip. He had separated from his dear friend, Barnabas. John Mark had gone with Barnabas, and uh, Paul had gone with Silas. Why? Because Paul thought, oh, John Mark was not that strong. So, uh, he, had, he had actually decided us before. So, d- don't let us take him now, so to say. Let him, like, let him be stronger. So, when persecution came, John Mark was not there. If John Mark was there, who knows? Maybe something else would have been happening you know he will be crying and paul will say let's sing and say no i can't can't sing oh no why why you'll be crying amen praise god hallelujah so you need to be spiritually strong you need to be spiritually fit the lord is speaking to us on spiritual fitness exercises exercises trainings the kind of trainings that you do the kind of exercises that you do to be spiritually fit amen Uh, in matthew chapter 6 Again, the scripture talks about uh, three exercises. Jesus taught his disciples three exercises, giving, praying, and fasting. Giving, praying, and fasting. Each one of these, each one of these spiritual exercises helps us as Christians to turn our minds, our hearts, our eyes away from ourselves, from earthly things, from material, temporary things towards Heavenly, spiritual, eternal things. Each one of these. Is it giving? Is it praying? Is it fasting? Each one helps us to turn our hearts, our minds, our feelings, our thoughts, our imaginations away from ourselves, from earthly, material, temporary things towards heavenly, spiritual, eternal things. And when you do that, your life, your spirit, your soul, your body is being trained, is being disciplined to do the will of God. Giving, praying, fasting, they are not meant for show. They are not meant for publicity. They are not meant for human gratification. They are meant for the glory of God. That's why it says, when you do them, don't do them for people to see. Because. Is for God. Do them privately. Do them secretly. Because what God is going to do. Is going to be internal. It's going to be on the inside of you. It's going to be in your spirit man. When you give. When you fast. When you pray. The work of the Holy Spirit. Is going to be on the inside of you. It's going to work secretly. He's a God that works secretly. He works on the inside of you. And by the time he finishes the work. It's going to come out, what? Publicly. It says, it will reward you, what? Openly. Amen. It will reward you openly. It will reward you here on earth. Mm. So, these spiritual exercises are profitable. Are for our blessing. The fasting, the giving, the praying. They are all meant to be directed toward God. towards the Heavenly Father. Not toward yourself. Not toward things, but toward God. 1 Timothy 4, from verse 7, it says, Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. Train yourself to be godly. Verse 8 says, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Say this is why we work hard and continue to struggle. For our hope is in the living God, who is the Savior of all people, and particularly of all believers. Teach these things, and insist that everyone learn them. So, giving, praying, and fasting that train you to be godly, that train you to be more like God, are profitable. See what he says, especially in the New King James. He says, Godliness is profitable. Godliness is profitable for all things. Godliness is profitable for all things. Not just for spiritual things, but for physical things, psychological, emotional, financial, mental, educational, everything. Godliness is profitable for all things. The, the scripture says what? The word of God is what? Profitable. Amen. Serving God is profitable. Mm. There is reward in serving God, not payment. There is reward in serving God. God will reward you. Amen. Look at it again: giving, praying, fasting, work. Verse nine says, "This is a trustworthy saying." He say, "This is a trustworthy saying." Meaning what? This is true. This is true. Physical training is good. But not so good. But spiritual training is profitable for all things. For this life and for the life to come. This is true. This is trustworthy. Believe it. Believe it. The same verse 9 says, don't just believe it. You say, accept it. Don't just count it as true. Do it. Everyone should accept it. Everyone should do it. Everyone will benefit from it. You see that in verse 9? This is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. Now, verse 10 says, this is why we work hard and continue to work hard. For our hope is in the living God. When we engage ourselves in spiritual things, when we engage ourselves with God in giving, in fasting, in praying, it's because we believe in the living God. Not because we believe in ourselves. It's because we believe our hope is in the living God. Mm. who is the savior of all men but especially the believers god does good for all people by the way is that true god does good for all people but especially for you as a christian and that is why you engage with him because you believe in him you trust in him you hope in him you do not trust in your intelligence you do not trust in yourself. You do not trust in things. You trust in the living God so you engage with him. You seek his face. Now, the last verse there, verse 11 says teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. You see that? This is the command the instruction by Apostle Paul to Timothy through the Holy Spirit and that's the instruction or command of The Holy Spirit to me, to you. that what? I should teach these things to you and I should insist that you learn them. Did you hear that? I'm teaching these things to you and I'm insisting that you learn them. Why? Because they are true. They are true. And they are what? Profitable. Profitable. And you should accept. You should do them. You should engage with these spiritual exercises. Amen. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord. For your word. Hallelujah. This is why your servant apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter three says I bow my knees. Lord, I also bow my knees, O Lord, unto you, the God of the spirit of all flesh, the Father of the family that is in heaven and on earth, that you will grant unto your children, you will grant unto us according to your riches in glory. That you strengthen us. Mm. Grant unto us strength. In our inner man. Grant might and power. Strength unto us. In our inner man. By your spirit. I pray that you strengthen your children. Even now. In the inner man with might. With power. To do your will. To stand up. To overcome. In the name of Jesus. That everyone... Will be rooted, be grounded, be established, be empowered, be solidified in you. That Christ would dwell in your heart by faith in the name of Jesus. That they will be able to comprehend the love of Christ, the length of it, the breadth of it, the depth of it, the height of it. They'll be able to comprehend them with all the saints the love of Christ that surpasses all understanding. That each one of them will be filled with the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to keep us. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly. Above that which we ask or think. According to the power. The power of the Holy Spirit. That works in us to strengthen us. To strengthen us with might. You are the Lord that strengthened the weak against a fortress, so that the weak may come against the fortress of the enemy. Lord, we receive strength from you. Grant unto your children strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.